a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Back to Inside Sources. I'm Mara Carabello here today with Taylor Morgan. And uh, Taylor, we talked about police a little earlier, but we wanted to um, come back to the issue and ground it a little bit in our community. Uh, as America is mourning the death of Tyree Nichols at the hands of several br- brutal police officers in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, what happened was a traffic cam, a traffic stop. And so what we have now is the traffic cam footage that captured the events that led up to his death. These were released by the police department on Friday. And the brutality of the police officers shocked most Americans. Yeah, uh, We wanted to talk a little bit about how the black community is responding where do we go from here? What does it look like in our community? So we're very grateful today to have Janetta Williams, who is the president of the NAACP Salt Lake Branch, joining us today to have this community conversation. Janetta, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. Thank you very much for inviting me. How is the black community responding to this tragedy? Well, everyone that I've spoken with are very shocked to see what had happened again here with, you know, the police departments and what's going on across the country. You know, we were very alarmed at police officers, uh, regardless if they're black, white, or Hispanic, or whoever, whatever they might be, uh, to treat humans the way that this young man was, was treated. We don't see uh, white citizens being arrested and killed like this. And so it is extremely alarming to my community. Yeah. What, one of the uh, aspects of this situation is that it is a crime being perpetrated on a black man by black uh, members of law enforcement. And uh, some might uh, see that on a superficial level and maybe think that, oh, well, this isn't racially motivated because – it is black police officers uh, attacking a black man. However, we had a great segment on earlier at the bottom of the hour with Chris Burbank, who was a former police chief here in Salt Lake City. He's currently with the Center for Policing Equity. And he made uh, an important point, which is that the system uh, is racist. The system and the protocols and the policies uh, specifically of the Memphis Police Department are racist and contributed right to to the death uh, in this case of Tyree Nichols there in Memphis. What would you say to that? And how uh, are, do we have processes and systems here in Utah that we need to look at more closely? Okay, first of all, I wouldn't call it being racist. I would just call it uh, someone and individuals with superior. 
uh, authority over an individual. Uh, that I would not consider uh, as a racist what was what happened, but what I do uh, see that there needs to be additional training, different procedures, different, uh, uh, talk about explicit bias, implicit and explicit biases, you know, when it goes uh, on instances like, you know, like what had happened. Uh, but I I don't call it uh, racism uh, for a number of reasons, and, and that being being one of them. Hmm. Uh, the the police, and police bias against blacks, uh, as I said, we don't see that happening, uh, in, you know, with the white citizens. But the black officers, what they did was just as bad as what happened with um, with George Floyd. And so we don't take any take it lightly because it was black on black. Nor do we take it as light if it's white on black. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts or black on white, whatever it might be. But we do see that there needs to be things put in place where there's de-escalation. And I know that a lot of the officers here did went through that different training. They went through ABLE training. They went through a lot of training. Uh, I don't really see that the police officers here in the state of Utah uh, are like the police officers in, in other states. Uh, as far as, you know, the police departments, Law enforcement, you know, working with the NAACP, we were able to pass, even last year and year before, a number of law enforcement bills, you know, working together. So it's extremely important that people work together, work uh, toward what's going to be uh, some positive outcome instead of looking for everything negative. Uh, that's not what I do. I don't go around looking to point fingers and call people you know, racist, racist or anything like that. What I'm doing is looking at things that what can we do to make things better? What can we do here in Utah to make us not look at things like what happened in Memphis happen here in, in Utah? Let us continue to work together and let us continue to talk together. Let us continue to pass legislation on law enforcement, uh, duty to intervene. Uh, all of those type of things. We have a lot more and better law enforcement bills than the United States as a whole have. So I think we've done a good thing here in the state of Utah. So um, tell me a little, We I wanted to ask you about the black experience here in Utah, but it sounds like 
maybe uh, there isn't a unique black experience in Utah. It sounds like um, you're not finding much bias or discrimination built into Utah laws. So when people ask you, what's it like to be black in Utah? Um, it, it sounds like for you, there there isn't much built in systemic bias. Well, I tell them that we have problems here in Utah. You know, I'm not saying that we don't have any problems whatsoever. I'm just saying that it really helps for people and organizations like the NAACP to work together with law enforcement to come back, come up with better solutions to make sure we don't have incidents like what happened in Memphis and what happened in other states where where we see uh, the incidents like what happened with the killing of this young uh, Mr. Nichols. So we, we want to make sure that that people do understand that, yes, we do have issues here in the state of Utah, and but we do try to address those issues. Yeah, we are speaking with Janetta Williams, president of the NAACP Salt Lake Branch. Janetta, we so appreciate you joining Inside Sources. How, how are you reacting personally uh, to, to this video footage? Have you had a chance to watch it? Uh, do you recommend folks view it or not? How is this impacting you personally? Well, it's very disturbing. And, yes, I have watched it uh, because in order for me to speak on it, talk about it, and be able to make sure that things like that don't happen here in our state, I, it's it's incumbent upon me to, to watch the videos like this, although how uncomfortable that it is. I need to make sure that I can watch it to make sure that, as I said before, we don't have those type of things happening in our state. We want to make sure that we can get out in front of it. We want to talk about implicit and explicit biases to police departments, uh, not only just the different, uh, say, for instance, uh, people are talking about diversity and inclusion. Well, we want to make sure that we talk about uh, implicit and explicit biases uh, within the police department and we want to make sure that, for instance, this release of the video uh, and the firing of the five police officers, that was all done 20 days after uh, they were, you know, arrested and, and after the everything that happened and the firing and releasing the tapes. So we do know that this is a blueprint now that it doesn't take a year, two years to have uh, the videos released or to make an arrest on uh, individuals that are violating people's civil rights. Janetta Williams is the president of the NAACP Salt Lake Branch. Thanks for joining Inside Sources today. Thank you. Mara, great show, great conversation. Uh, this has been Taylor Morgan and Mara Carabello. You can typically hear us on KSL at night on Mondays and Wednesdays. Be sure to stick around. Jeff Kaplan is coming up next here on KSL News Radio. Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. 
I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.